Yeah. Well, if they missed that first part, I was saying that, uh, I was still married and we're estranged and, um, you know, we do have a child as well. Um, yeah, I kind of decided to take your advice, Jesse, to be honest with you, as far as, um, so I guess I took it in one way, uh, as far as my son, that's a, the situation we were talking about there and then didn't really take it. I mean, I was still working on myself, but I was too focused on, um, you know, trying to contact my wife and we'd had a little bit of a further falling out and weren't talking and, um, kind of got into my thoughts. You know, I saw you tweet a week or two ago about all thoughts are a lie. Um, and, um, you know, that kind of, when you first read something like that, you think, you know, that's wild. You know, who <laughs> says that? <laughs> right. Um, but then you think about it a little bit, uh, and it's pretty true, honestly, um, at least for me. And I have a tendency to get really deep into my own thoughts and really, um, you know, get lost in those. And, you know, I, I follow your advice as far as my son goes, but didn't really, as far as my wife and daughter go and kind of push that situation, uh, further to the brink, I guess you could say, because I didn't listen to you. Um, so yeah, I've, I've decided to listen to you in, in both cases now, um, and try to just work on myself really and build myself up. Yeah. Let's smoke on for a minute. When you reflect on whatever been going on between you and these families, what good has come from that? Fighting with them, arguing with them, trying to make things happen. What good came from any of that? Not a single thing. Um, not a single thing. Matter of fact, a lot of bad yeah. uh, came from it. Uh, an more than we would have time to talk about this right. morning. Uh, and, you know, really poisonous things said back and forth and, you know, things that will be out there forever really as far as my children are concerned concerning both of us and talking about my wife at this point but also my you know the mother of my son um and so no nothing's good's come from that at all just um further towards the devil i guess you could say in terms of um you know standing and you know it feels good i guess in the moment you think you're defending yourself or you think you're you're putting your side out there I, I guess it's a little bit different you know being out in the public and people are saying all these things and you know you want to get your side out or, or strike back and uh no it's never that's never served me well i'm trying to get out of that mindset you know it's kind of it's a little bit difficult because you're used to you know firing back and being out here talking to people and stuff um, but no, it, it hasn't served me well at all. Or, and or it never will. It yeah. never will. Every human being that you've ever met, that you ever will meet, that you know, and that you ever will know have the same problems that you were dealing with within the imagination and emotions because they have identified with thoughts and feelings all their lives growing up thinking that, it's them because you feel the pain in your body, whether it's a fake good feeling or a fake bad feeling. And no one told you as a kid, you know what, Ethan? Or they don't tell anyone. It's not you. Don't be angry. Don't identify with thoughts and feelings. It's not you at all. Had they told you that, it would have that, been over a long time ago. But we are not our thoughts. We don't create thoughts. We have nothing to do with them. But believe them, and that's where the problem is. The thoughts, are, and so you have two devils arguing with one another, 
inside the thought and outside, inside of others. And devils love to argue because devils think that they're right. But nothing good come from it. Yeah, nobody told me that. Uh, and I guess, you know, as you get older, you just get used to a, a mode of operation. Yeah. And you get used to fighting, quite honestly. You get used to um, being in your thoughts. And, you know, it's kind of been a, a lifelong thing. But, you know, as you get older and, you know, that mode kind of costs you more and more. Yeah. You start at least for me. Now it's taken me a while. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's taken me a lot of stumbles and a lot of public stumbles, but yeah, I've, I've kind of come to that point where it's like, well, that mode of thinking is just really not, it's not working. It's not serving me well. And anything that, um, actually wanted, uh, escaped my grasp, or at least as far as the personal goes, because I was too into my thoughts and I was too um, into trying to convince somebody or maybe you yeah. would say make somebody um, do what I want them to do or uh, come around to my way of thinking, you know, via let's argue with them or let's say this. These are the, these are the magic words, right? This <laughs> is what's going to change it. Yeah. Um, and really nothing's going to change it except yourself and what Absolutely. you do. Um, it's taken me a long time to figure that out. And I, you know, I don't want to act like I have it all figured out, but yeah, I've, I've lost a lot and maybe it takes that sometimes. Um, let me, know, let me take a quick home. break. Hold sure. on. 888-775-3773. We're going to get to your calls. 888-77-JESSE. Back in a moment. So quickly back to my guest, Ethan. And Ethan is here giving us an update on how things have gone since we last talked. And Ethan, it sounds like you've given up the fight with these people about trying to get visitation rights, want to see them. And have you realized that they are dealing with the same imagination and feelings that you're dealing with? Yeah, you know, um, I guess maybe I didn't have much empathy uh, for those people at the start. And of course, by the way, my staff told me not to say this, but I do love my wife. Uh, and, um, said you would call me a beta if I said that, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I do. And, um, you know, I, I've tried to have empathy for her and sometimes that slid into, uh, anger or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I've started to at least the the last uh, week or ten days or so um, try to see it from from their side and um, you know understand that they're they're dealing with the same problems the same thoughts or similar thoughts or their own thoughts whatever um, and that it's it's not really um, it's not really something I should take so personally and. I shouldn't be personally hurt by their thoughts as well as my own. Right. right. Uh, I, yep. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't take it, uh, on my heart and, um, I should, I should try to, um, just understand that, that, that they're dealing with life. They're dealing with things too. And, you know, also I haven't made anything better by, you know, not focusing on myself. Right. So, yeah. um, and you know, they've had reason to have some of these thoughts because, um, you know, I haven't been, I haven't been doing what, what I should do. If I had just, um, sat back and just worked on myself and, you know, 
done some things like that and um you know tried to focus on building myself up i i think things would would have been a lot different if i would have taken your advice a little bit sooner yeah and why do you say you love your wife <laughs> <laughs> Well, (laughs) he told me not to say that. Um, Well, she did a lot for me. And, uh, you know, we have a beautiful daughter and she is a great mother. And, um, you know, I guess that would be the short version. And so why do you think you love her, though? Uh, Well, can you love any woman? Is that what you're saying? Or like, why do you think you love your wife? (laughs) I know you shouldn't do that. <laughs> He's tenacious, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, you know, she just w- was there for me in the hardest time of my life. My mother passed away, and um, you know, was was always there for me. And you know, I I kind of um, got lost in my own thoughts while we were married, and lost in my own demons, I guess you could say. Uh, and so. You know, I guess that's why I, I think I love her. So you know, you're just, telling me why you love you. You're not telling me why you love your wife. Everything well, you, you just said about was about you. She did this for me. She was there with me and my mom. Well, I mean, she you know, there. she's... But she's, why do you love your wife? Not because you're telling me why you love you. Well, what do you mean then? Like, um, what are the qualities about her that I love? Or, or I want to tell you this because I'm telling you, you don't love your wife because if you loved your wife, you would let her go and not feel anything about it at all. But this feeling that you have is not love because it's all about you. She did this for me. She did that for me. She was with my kids for me. It's all about you. But if you loved her, you wouldn't need anything from her. You wouldn't need any emotional fulfillment, any anything. And, and, and if she stays, it will be fine. If she leaves, it will be fine because you don't need her at well, all. Well, that's what I'm trying to get to, honestly. Right, I understand uh, that. And yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to, and I have been, you know, just back off, don't you know, we're talking here about it, but right. um, don't attack her. Don't attack her family um, and just, you know, let her do her own thing. And I need to do my own thing, I, my own thing. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to so, overcome your wife, you got to overcome your mama. You yeah, got to forget about that a little bit. all yeah. men hate women because they hate their mother. And every woman you get involved with will be the same spirit that was in your mother and you're not going to be able to deal with her in the same way your father was not able to deal with your mother because he did not overcome his mother. And so when you overcome the woman, you return to the father, then you deal with the woman and all people, especially the woman, in a perfect way with perfect love. Every perfect love requires nothing from them or anyone. And the only purpose of getting married is to have children. It's not to try to get love or don't want to be lonely, or all that crap. The only reason to get married is to have children. No other reason for marriage. Yeah, um, I mean, that's what it's about. Did you forgive your mother? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would say I probably had more problems with my father uh, growing up, but... um, yeah, I forgave my mother. We talked about this a little bit last time when she was on her deathbed, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I, I did forgive her. You told her you were sorry uh, for, for resenting her? 
I did actually. Uh, I told her I was sorry, um, you know, and forgave her for anything, you know, I said I was mad about and, um, you know, for any way that, um, that but, I let that affect me and, you know, did she you, did the best she could. Right. Uh, but did you realize at the time that your mother was crazy and what, she couldn't help but turn you away from your father? No, no, I didn't, I didn't realize that actually. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I had more problems with my father. Um, but you know, looking back, um, you know, my, my mother might've had something to do with that too. Not uh, might've had, you could bank on it. <laughs> you saw your well, father through your mother's eyes and your father loved you. He just couldn't deal with you because your mo- you were dealing with him. You were treating him the way your mother was treating him. You had to identify you know, I th- with her. I, I think there's a little bit of truth to that for sure. Um, and, you know, they had problems. And when I was a kid, I used to kind of want them to get divorced, honestly, uh, because I felt like my mother was being mistreated. And, you know, she was in certain ways. But, um, you know, your mother was back, not being mistreated. She was getting what she deserved. She was getting what well, she was putting out because your father can deal with it. So two devils fighting one another. And your mother may pretend she was a victim and you identified with her and you became like her. And that's why you saw your father in the same way she saw him. It was not you. It was her in you. Yeah, I think that's there's some truth to that for sure that I saw him through her eyes. Uh, and then once they did get divorced, um, it kind of it, it actually hurt me uh, yeah. where I thought it was going to help me. Yeah. Uh, and when they did get divorced, it like really threw me for a loop because I thought that's what I wanted. I thought that's what was best for us. Uh, but it actually wasn't. It was right. the worst thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it, it kind of threw my life. I mean, my life's been crazy ever since, really. Um, and it was, I was way more at peace with myself and just a different part. I was a child, you know, I was like 12 years old, but yeah. I was just different. Yeah. Uh, and changed my whole personality. And, you know, I thought I, it was going to change everything for the better, but it actually changed everything for the, for the worse. And I remember my mother being like, you know, the rest of her life, she was like, you know, stunned by that really. Um, <laughs> because she thought she was doing the right thing. Yeah. And because, you know, my father was troubled. Um, but she, you know, it turns out that wasn't really, uh, the right thing. She loved my father the whole rest of her life too. And, you know, uh, it wasn't necessarily the right thing for her either. The worst um, thing that can know. happen to children is when the mother turned them away from their father, boys and girls. And, and she turned them in, in and recreate them in her image. And the mother's image is nothing but hell because Satan is her God. It's all hell, confusion, worry, fear, and doubt, and argumentary, and emotional, and all all that is pure hell that is being passed down to the children from the mothers or grandmothers. And that's why God said that uh, we must be born again of the Father there will come a time when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. And the way you return to the father is by forgiving your mother for turning you away from him, your earthly father and forgive your father for not protecting you from her. And God will forgive you and life will begin. You will have perfect peace, clear mind. You'll be in the world but not affected by it at all because you'll be living from your, from your real world from within yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's still, it's still a work in progress, but, um, you know, I've, I've 
really been trying to take uh, some of your advice aboard uh, the last, you know, like I said, but even before that, but I'd, I only took it halfway, right? <laughs> I, only, I only did it in one situation yeah. and not when it should have been an all encompassing yes. uh, type thing. And it, it wasn't, uh, and it really doesn't work unless you apply it all over your life. Uh, and as far as what's going on, you know, with, with my wife, like you said, if it's meant to be, or if, if, you know, it comes back together, that'd be great. But I, I have to work on myself and build myself up and, uh, nothing good is going to come unless yeah. I do that. And, and whatever will come will come. Um, but you know, I have to focus on building myself and being a good man on my own. And every woman that you've been involved with was your mother. They were, they were your mother. You were attracted to what you hated. And that's why when you got into a relationship, they couldn't work because you were married to your mother and you became the son. You became the boy. Any man, the worst thing that can happen to a woman is for a man to need her. Women are not built to be there for a man to need her, except to how babies cook and clean and keep the house going, watch over his children. A man should never tell a woman his issues. He should always be of strength and not weakness. Women hate weak men. They'll take a weak man and destroy him and use him for their own thrill because it's all about the thrill of it. Women and men, too, they love the thrill of hating and false love, and they do anything to get that thrill. And women hate weak men. They so need a strong man that can bring them out of the hell that they're in. So forgive your wife, you know, the first woman and the second. They cannot help themselves. Their mothers have turned them away from their fathers as well, and they are filled with hatred and not love. They cannot help it. And likewise, they're living in their thoughts and emotions, thinking that it's the right thing, and it's not. Yeah, and I, you know, I think there's you spoke some truth there too. Um, and you know, as far as you know, you that's happened to other men, all I'm men. sure as well, where they, you know, their wife is more like their mother and it should be um you're strong like you're the you're the branch or you're the uh, tree trunk right uh and they're latched onto you not the other way around yeah uh and you know i, I think it causes you uh pain quite honestly <laughs> um in yep. situations like this because you're used to you know oh where's my life raft here uh and then they're gone and you should have been able to handle that in the first place. Uh, you shouldn't have. That shouldn't have caused you to tailspin. That shouldn't have caused you. That's right. Um, all this, and you know, I, I think that that's true as well. Uh, at least in my case, I think other people probably identify with that too. Well, don't be angry at them. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Oh. They cannot see. So just cut out the argument. Work on you. Wish them well. Let them have the children. Don't cut the baby in half. Let them have it. <laughs> and when you work on you, all things are possible. Your kids will end up coming back to you. But and when they come back, you'll be of perfect love and not of anger. Anger is evil. Yeah, and, um, you know, that's something I'm working on, too. I'm known for my anger, I guess you could say. Um, and it's a part of my show, really. Yeah. Um, so it's something that I've tried to to think about. Uh, as far as that goes, a little bit harder uh, when it's part of your like public persona uh, to get angry at, at people, and I think that that's 
you know, transferred over into my personal life too, where it's like, well, that's just part of me. And you know, it has to be, you have to watch that. You have to, you have to bring that down. Even if you're out here performing, you have to, um, you have to think about how that, that rubs off on your personal relations and just that mode of like snap to, to anger, uh, when that's a, that's a weakness. And, um, it's caused me a lot of pain as well, you know, just being used to shifting to that, um, to that mode. But yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. And, um, you know, I'm working on, I, I think I'm doing pretty good so far. It's only been a, like I said, a week, <laughs> 10 days, but, um, you know, just wiping out those feelings and trying to deal with my own stuff because that's, what's going to bring me the things that I want and the things that I need. And the, first are you place. doing Are you doing the silent prayer? www.silentprayer.video. Are you doing it e every morning, every night? Well, I haven't been doing it every morning, every night. Suffer! I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> <And> die! <laughs> well, I've been doing it, but, um, you know, it helps clear your mind, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of my biggest problems. I was writing in my own little journal the other day. I've uh, been trying to do that a little bit, too. I like to write. But, um, you know, as far as my your brain, mine is at least, it's so overactive. Uh, and it could just jump from thought to thought. They might yeah. call this attention deficit disorder, but it can just jump from thought to thought and it really gets fixated on the negative. Yeah. And, you know, you had the caller before the, the devil woman, the one before her. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about, you know, the future and what if I don't go to the funeral and what are my, fa what's my family going to think? I'm the exact same way. Uh, Every where, human being like that. Well, well, he thinks to one bad thought, and now he's already down three or four lines to the next, like, three or four bad thoughts, yeah, right? And yeah. and all of them are way into the future, and you really shouldn't even be thinking about those at all. That's right. Uh, because you'll have plenty of time to think about them if they actually happen, you know? Um, and um, until they do, there's no point in worrying yourself over things that, that haven't even happened. Uh, and I have a real problem with that, you know, where you get fixated on, on stuff like that. Well, one thing I want you to know for sure and without a doubt, there is no such thing as a true thought. All thoughts are all lies all the time. The ones that seem to be good, it's a setup because they make you feel good. And then as soon as you feel feeling good, then a so-called negative will come. Now you're feeling bad. And as soon as you feel it bad emotionally, now you're trying to make yourself feel good. All thoughts are all lies all the time. And there is no such thing as a future or a past. All you have is right now, this very moment. And one moment is another moment is another moment. There is no future or past. And whatever happened in the past, it happened then and it ended then. And the future would take care of itself if it should happen, if you learn to live in the present and, and all thoughts are all lies all the time. They're not your own. They're straight out of hell. And you have these thoughts, and with the thoughts come feelings. You can't have the feelings unless you have the thoughts. And it's just all thrills. And human beings love to feel the feeling of thrills. They, they love hate it. They hate it and love it within themselves, and then they go out to other people and try to hurt others so they can get a thrill from it, a so-called good thrill, but it's death. It's not life. But Ethan, all thoughts are all lies all the time, and they are not your own, and they are not from God. They came straight. They come straight out of hell. And anyone that has anger living that hell, you can't help it. Yeah, and you know, like I said, I saw that tweet, and I, at first I thought, what? 
this evening. <laughs> uh, and then I thought about it. That was a thought, I guess. Uh, I considered it. Uh, let's yes. put it that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I was like, that's pretty true, really. Uh, and, you know, like I said, I get lost in those yeah. all the time. And yeah. um, it, it really drives you down. It, it really drives you down and it makes you do stupid things yes. and it makes you miserable. And, you know, there's a way to stop that. Just stop thinking about it. Clear your mind. Well, uh, all you, the prayer, way to yeah. stop it is just to be aware. When you do the silent prayer, these are your thoughts. This is you, right? When you were traumatized by your mother, you ran into thoughts. And you start living in there trying to survive, not knowing you were going into hell. And now that you're an adult and you start to know what's going on inside of you, the light of God, especially when you forgive others and don't argue with them, just forgive them, wish them well. And God going to bring you out of these thoughts and his light going to shine on the darkness, which are the thought, and you just let them pass. Don't, don't, don't try to pick out the good ones or the bad ones because they're all set up. You just watch them and let them pass and stay present and just live your life. You Like to- you're a, like you're a pedestrian watching the traffic go by you know, all the different cars. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I can see that. With like you can't stop thoughts. them, but you can just watch them go by and just let them flee. And eventually, eventually they would become weaker and weaker and weaker. And they can't make you feel as strong you know, with pain as they do now, right? But they'll become weak, weaker as you watch them. And eventually they would disappear and that would be the spirit of evil leaving your body because evil dwells in human body, the mind and emotion. And eventually the light will get rid of that and you have a clear mind all the time, no matter what. Yeah, and I appreciate you saying that, Jesse. I appreciate you having me here. Uh, and yeah, it's like cars going further down the street. You can see them. They're going further away and further yes. away. And now they're gone. Uh, and so, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's a great way to put it, sir. Well, you have to do the silent prayer because it's spiritual, and there's nothing we can do about it. Human beings can't do anything about it. We just become the watcher of the not. We are not our thoughts and emotions, and we become the watcher of that and stop identifying with it, and you shall be free from it. Well, thank you, sir. I think you give me some good advice, and I wish I'd applied all of it sooner. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have decided to, and, and I thank you for it. And your oh, website, Jesus. your website for folks. Uh, Killstream here on Rumble, uh, Rumble.com/slash/c/slash/Killstreamlive, uh, and then the Ralph Retort on Twitter. Ethan Ralphos, and let me just say to the callers, tomorrow is Bobby Thumper Thursday. 